How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volur XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Welcome to It's Become a Whole Thing, a podcast that takes a highbrow look at the lowbrow trash we love. I'm your host, Emily Rose, and each week we'll tap into the cultural zeitgeist by looking at the best and worst moments of TV history. Because here, we contain multitudes and read between the lines. Join me. Well, hello, everybody, and welcome back to the It's Become a Whole Thing podcast. I'm your host, Emily Rose, and we're here to recap the best and worst of reality TV documentaries, all the unscripted goodness or not goodness, depending on the week. I miss you guys so much. Let me tell you, I've been putting out episodes every week, but because I was gone for two weeks, I pre-recorded a bunch of episodes. So it's just, it's been a while since I've sat down and just, just did our little like beginning of the week catch up, like our beginning of the week check-in. Um, I haven't checked in with you guys. So how are you? How are you doing? How are you really doing, sweet troll babes? Um, if anyone's new here, the whole troll concept is, you know, this is praise. This is high praise because it's like a, it's a state of mind. Basically, it's like, you know, we're here with nothing to prove. Um, a troll can like walk in to any room and just basically feel like the hottest person in the room. Like whether that's true or not, who gives a shit? We're making up our own rules. We're going on troll strolls, dress unhinged, looking unapproachable, you know, all that good stuff. Uh, is there merch coming out related to troll strolls? Maybe. <laughs> Stay tuned for more. I have a lot of things that I'm working on that I can't tell you about. <laughs> um, anytime I start talking like a influencer like quote you know influencer I like fully leave my body and I just watch myself I'm like I'm just saying words but uh, it's weird to be on the other side of that even though I'm like I'm not really living that life but I'm sort of living adjacent to it and yeah anytime I'll say like promo code or like follow from where it's like I'm just like what is this strange life that I'm on the other side of the looking glass. I don't know. Um, is everyone having like a good summer or for my people in the Southern hemisphere, a good winter? I feel like summer is great and it's a joyous time, but it's weird when there's like, it's pressure to like be having fun. I don't know. That always makes me a little um, twitchy. I'm like, I'll have fun when you <laughs> on my own time. Like you can't tell me to have fun. I don't know. What am I even... What are we doing here? What am I saying? Um, 
Okay, I'm going to get into the topic at hand, but first I'm going to give you a little lay of the land, okay? So we've got Sammy P on the pod today. We're going to be talking Say Yes the Dress. Um, The following week, we're going to be covering the documentary about Natalia Grace. I don't know if you guys have heard about this story. There's a documentary coming out about it. It's a story that Sam and I are like obsessed with. It's, It's sort of like a movie plot, but it really happened It's the story of this child who was adopted uh, and turned out to be not a child. It was a fully grown woman who ended up terrorizing this family and it got complicated and messy. And so we're going to be covering that. We're also going to be covering recaps of the reunion in the meantime. And it's like, I don't know. It's, uh, It's a nice wild pace of putting out content at the moment but it's fun um and yeah other than that it's summer so you know that means i'm thirsty uh as always i'm thirsty year-round so if you could help me out by giving me a five-star review that would help so much uh you can give me a five-star review on spotify or apple podcasts i feel like i've neglected apple podcasts like i always post links to spotify Um, so yeah, I would love your love and validation on that platform as well as Spotify. I'm almost at 500 reviews on Spotify, which is very, very exciting. So let's get it to 500 guys. We can do it. Uh, my book's out. It's, uh, the stuff I hate journal. You can buy it in the places where you get books and Yeah, um, I love you guys. Let's get into the episode. Okay, I'm going to need Alexa to play some celebratory music because we have our first sponsor of the pod and it's Athletic Greens, baby. Okay, here's the deal. So I gave AG1 a try because you know how much I love my emotional support beverages. So I was like, okay, why not try one that'll make me feel good? And Now I take my AG1 first thing in the morning before going on my morning troll stroll and it actually makes me feel like I'm covering my bases and it's genuinely giving me more energy without that afternoon crash. So, okay, you guys know I was in the world of herbal medicine. I studied it for many, many years and at a certain point I just, I got so overwhelmed and inundated with information and I my day turned into like a million powders and supplements and vitamins, like and all these things in this routine that was just so long and overwhelming. It became unsustainable to keep up with. And I kind of just stopped for a while and I fell off Uh, and I couldn't keep up. But AG1 has replaced all of that. It's helped me so much because it is so simple. It's one scoop of powder, mix in with water, once a day. It's like a set it and forget it kind of feeling. Like I don't know. I, I don't know if you've tried green powders before, but like, let's be honest, like most of them either have this taste that's like gritty or weird. It's like we try to convince ourselves it tastes fine, but it's not. Uh, but you shake the AG1 in water and it's smooth. I don't know what they've made it with or how they've made it, but it actually tastes good and is smooth. And every scoop has 75 vitamins, minerals, um, high quality ingredients sourced from whole foods. It's actually made with good stuff. Um, I've been able to stick with it because AG1 is also delivered to me monthly. So it doesn't become another errand or thing I have to do to on my to-do list. It just shows up on my doorstep, take it in the morning. 
I put on my socks and sandals and I get going. Uh, I took the single serving travel packs with me to Mexico. And despite the ungodly volume of delicious street meat that I was eating every day, my stomach was completely fine. My stomach was actually happy uh, for a change. And uh, usually, you know, when I'm just living my life in Canada, the wind blows a certain way and my stomach is upset. So that was all I needed to know to know that this really was working for me. Um, so yeah, I just mixed the powder into water, drink it first thing in the morning, and I found uh, my mood swings are better. I have boosted energy. So I'm 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 into it. It's, it's part of it's part of the routine. So if you're looking for an easier way to take supplements, Athletic Greens is giving you a free one year supply of vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first first purchase. And you know, vitamin D is very important even in the summertime. So go to athleticgreens.com slash become once again, athleticgreens.com slash become and check it out. Okay. One more quick word before we get into today's podcast. So for anyone who is listening to yesterday's bonus episode with Ryan Bailey, apparently I found out from you guys that my American listeners got political ads, and not just political ads, but conservative political ads. It is my fucking nightmare that this happened. But I at least have some faith that regular listeners heard this and knew something was up and knew to message me. And my podcast network, the Sonar Network, were wonderful, were equally horrified. Uh, we are both in Canada, so we don't get, we don't even hear those ads. And looked into it, and these sneaky little bitches... These little jerks, they snuck their ad in and didn't label it as a political ad. They labeled it as like something else innocuous. So that's how they managed to weasel their way onto my pod for about a day. I I know I like joke about selling out, but I think you guys also know that it's a joke. And I'm trying to sell out in terms of like, I'm trying to get, you know, a sponsor here and there, but I'm not trying to shill for like, <laughs> the Republican Party. You're not going to hear like Monsanto ads on this. You know what I mean? So if there's ever anything like that ever again, there shouldn't be. But if there is, please let me know. DM me on Instagram at it's become a whole thing. And you know, you guys know this show is it's pretty janky, like on a good day. I mean, for those who've been listening since the beginning, you know that the first six months of this was uh d- recorded on a laptop that would overheat so i would have to close it every <laughs> every now and again if i recorded for too long and with a microphone that i didn't know was backwards so the sound was always quiet and fucked up uh because the microphone was turned the wrong way so we've come a long way since then but we have a long way to go so i am just in general here for your feedback if you ever have it feel free to dm me some of you, some of you guys do sometimes with things that you want on the show or little bits and bobs. I love hearing your guys' feedback. Um, I used to be scared of it because I don't know. I don't want people yelling at me on the internet, but you guys are very lovely and gracious and very gentle with me. So I really appreciate that. And I hope that, yeah, as warm and as fuzzy as you guys have been with me, I hope I can create a warm and little fuzzy place here where, um, yeah, where we don't get uh, any more, any more of those bullshit ads sent to you. So that's it for, for that. All right. And we're back with Sammy P 
in the studio today. Sammy, how's it going? You're looking very tanned. Oh, really? Yeah. Did you get a spray tan? No. Um, I think it might just be like a reflection off an orangey table onto me. <laughs> I don't think I'm tan. It's working but for you. Maybe. Maybe it's just my early morning strolls to the coffee shop have started tanning me. Yeah, you've got a rosy glow. Either way, thank you. Thank you so much. As a blushing almost bride in two months, less than two months, I love to hear it. Yes. Um, and that is a great segue to our topic today. We're going to be covering Say Yes to the Dress. And it's a great time to do it because Sammy P is getting married in two months and I want all the listeners to know that I've been uninvited from her wedding personally. Um, so that's what's happening. And uh, it's for personal reasons that I guess she may or may not discuss on this podcast. It's literally an elopement, a secret elopement with just the two of us. I'm not telling anybody except for my internet friends. <laughs> no, but anytime I tell someone Every single person so far has been mad and hurt that they're not invited and then tried to propose some other wedding where they would be invited. And I'm like, guys, I would love to do this, but I can't afford it. Like one of our friends last night was just like, no, it's so simple. You just rent a lodge and then invite everybody. And I'm like, see, it's the renting the lodge part that I, I imagine my budget is minus $100,000. <laughs> and then cut that in half. Like I have no more money to spend after this like tiny little elopement, which even with the most bare bones things like we're no decor, just dresses and suits and photographer, it's going to be $10,000. $10,000? What? Yeah. For what? Well, a photographer is like close to 5000 for four hours oh, yeah. of work. Four hours, and but, then, but it's not going to take four hours. Well, it is. It's a four hour like little thing of like different locations. Oh for shooting and then like there's gonna be vows there's gonna be sunset photos taken on the beach like it's gonna be a nice day of fun snacks cake. okay but this is what i want to ask everyone who's getting married but i don't know them well enough so with you i can break it down so we got five thousand for the photographer and is the rest what dress and travel costs or what are we talking and food like we want to get a cake and a dinner and um, we're going to a spa and that's a few hundred bucks to rent it out for a couple hours. And, you know, it just like for like two days of like wedding events. Yeah. 10,000. Yeah. yeah. That's the thing. Like, even if you rent a rec room, <laughs> now we're getting a 20 grand, you know, like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And it, do you want your guests to have alcohol? Like, then it's another 10 grand plus, like, at least, you know, it, it's just it's unaffordable. The average wedding, I think, in Canada is over 50000 now. Yeah, actually, the average, I pulled up the average wedding cost. It's $30,000 um, in North America. But yeah, that's just the average. So, you know, it is what it is. But that's the thing. If you invite people out, you have to feed them. And even that, like, you have to feed them multiple times because if they're going to be traveling yes. out to you, it's not going to be a two hour thing or three hours. It's going to be at least five hours with the dancing and ceremony and all that. Oh, yeah. Oh, of course. You have to have a, a cocktail reception. People might arrive hungry and cranky and thirsty. You have to have something for them right away. Like you have to think of so many details and it's all for other people. And you like stress and stress and stress about the experience of your guests. And then that like started being such a bummer for me so I was just like I arrive everywhere tired and cranky and hungry <laughs> same same like I'm like I am the shitty guest that exists in my mind where I'm like oh, 
God, it's been hours since we've had like <laughs> the last food. Like, when's it coming out? You know, like, that oh, I know, <laughs> I know. The last two weddings I went to, there were midnight snacks, like new food that came out at midnight. Yes, you must have that if you're going to have dancing. Oh, but that's not always the case. And I'm like, well, it's a package deal. You got to keep me fed like a little baby every two to three hours. I know. It's like, it's so interesting, isn't it? And how much things have changed since the heyday of weddings and like, <laughs> I would say like big, like indoor wedding, like traditional big dress and all that would be like 80s, 90s when everyone was doing like a wedding for their whole family plus friends and like all the traditional steps were in there. And then it's sort of been changing since. But I feel like Say Yes to the Dress is one of the most effective like pieces of marketing from the wedding industry that's ever existed. And I believe it's still going on. Like, are they still in season 22? Okay, that is crazy. Yeah, it is. And I wanted to, I wanted us to watch uh, one of the first seasons of Say Yes to the Dress because we love an early 2000s moment. But uh, finding TV to watch in Canada is like going on a trek. (laughs) It took a piece of us. It took a piece of my soul trying to save a few bucks. But um, we're so close to America and yet like they're like oh sorry you want to watch a show that's out now like i don't know maybe in two years yeah give you like some bootleg canadian platform that you can do an extra subscription to if you want i did eventually find all the seasons on discovery plus on amazon prime which was great however i think i have now signed up for a seven dollar a month subscription to that but i might watch every episode of say yes to the dress because god i loved watching it it was like sinking into a warm bath. That's how I felt too. Uh, It both felt very comforting to me and it grounded me and reminded me that I have a brain disease that's been caused by watching too much Scandaval. Because at first I was watching and I was like, what am I watching? What's happening? Nothing's happening. They're just having like- just shopping. (laughs) Yeah, they're shopping. I'm like, what is going on? Why is this a show? And then I was like, okay, I've been just- gripping my couch and on the edge of my seat and tense and mean to debrief for hours after the tv i've been watching lately so then i was reminded actually this is more normal tv and this is nice and why don't i just yeah settle into it like a little bubble bath this is like it's the sweet side of capitalism it's like every little girl is a princess and every woman deserves their perfect dress and money is no object and you deserve and treat yourself like this brainwashed me in a big way oh my god enough time with randy the consultant and i would be talked into a mermaid panina tournay I would be like 20,000. Like, it's my special day. Like, this is the one day that I get to feel like a queen. We don't like to talk (laughs) budgets too much. Let's just not worry about that right now. (laughs) (laughs) I know. The budget part, I remember that was like the edge of your seat moment. Every episode, I'd be like, oh, what's this bitch's budget? I hope it's not something sad, like $2,000. Oh, my God. I would kill myself if I could only spend two grand on a dress. Yeah, you may as well just crawl into a ditch. (laughs) Yeah, like you might as well just like go to Forever 21 and like they have stuff like, you know, they have white items. Just pick one out. Just get a little scarf from Shein and just wrap it around you. Um, Yeah, Old Navy has some nice stuff. But yeah, talk about the sweet spot of capitalism. They always give you, usually in every episode, one person who has either an unlimited budget or they're like, "Mm, 30,000. Yeah, yeah, I don't want to go above 30,000. Oh my God, my fiance would kill me. He's not here right now, am I right? (laughs) Oh, he gave me the credit card. No limit. Well, okay, I was going to ask, what is your background with the show? 
Yeah. What's your history with the show? I think I probably watched more hours of this like than anything else in my life. Like I used to watch TLC. I would just like sit on the couch and then like you could just see the sun like rising and setting outside like <laughs> like one of those like montages. And then I, I look up and it's been 12 hours. I've just watched like all the HGTV shows and all the Say Yes to the Dress shows. And I loved it. I loved it. Like I would love to have this job and be a personal shopper or like a wedding dress salesperson whatever like you would be great at it i've said before you should be a wedding planner although it would be a stressful job it is but honestly like with my add i thrive on stress like i need there to be like urgent timelines and problems to solve like constantly throughout the day and those are the jobs i'm best at which is why i feel like politics was a good fit for anyone out there who's add (laughs) (laughs) it's just fire after fire or like pr or something weddings is non-stop fires yes it's non-stop fires yeah totally not so much in the shop. Like they get to live in this like dream world of like, uh, when I saw the wall of tiaras, I was like, yes, this is where I need to be. Like nothing would make me happier because I've had to buy everything online for my wedding because there's nothing around here where I could shop for any of this stuff. So I'm trying to like guess how a veil would look, guess how a tiara potentially would look. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. For anyone who's new here, Sam lives in the mountains, far, far away in a far off land. Yeah. I mean, lots of people do. Kleinfeld's is just like a dream. Like it's way out of reach for like 99% of people. Yeah. So I actually know someone who got their wedding dress at Kleinfeld's. Lucky her. Well, someone tore it a little bit during her wedding and it was a little bit of a meltdown after that. <laughs> Ooh, so, someone like stepped on it? Somehow it got a little tear, but it was a, <laughs> it was a, a big, big deal. deal. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Okay, so you love the show. I didn't start out loving the show, but when I was doing my undergrad at McGill, I was maybe the most mentally unwell I've ever been. Well, it's hard to choose, but it was <laughs> it was up there. <laughs> I can't choose. Don't ask yeah, me to choose. Probably top five most <laughs> unstable periods of my life. But um, and I was dealing with it with healthy ways by exercising because I would just the student gym center was like. I don't know, it was something like crazy, like 40 bucks a semester or something insane. So I would go and I would run on the treadmill for like an hour a day uh, to be young. Um, And my break was during this hour where all the TVs were TLC and it was two episodes back to back of Say Yes to the Dress. So I think I've seen every episode from the first, I don't know, five, six, seven seasons. Oh, okay. This was in Um, 2009. So yeah, it was a long time ago, but I saw all the early episodes. I was watching it back in like, I feel like 05, even 04. I wonder when it, when did it start? It's been eternal. (laughs) No, it was here before us and it will be here after us. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. After the, after like the implosion of our universe, like I just feel like cosmically Randy will be out there being like, all right, what's our budget? What are we thinking? (laughs) Um, But this episode aired March 6, 2017, which was both not that long ago and so long ago when I looked at the news of the time. So that week, Get Out, the movie Get Out was released, one of our faves, and Kendall Jenner's infamous Pepsi commercial, two pieces of, I don't know what you call them, cinema that have entered the canon and have never left. I'd say they had an equal impact. <laughs> Get out and Kendall Jenner's Pepsi commercial. In a lot of ways, they were both 
giving the same message. Yeah, they were very of the time. Yes. Like, you can't make a Pepsi commercial where you cross a picket line to give a cop Pepsi. Where you solve BLM with Kendall Jenner giving (laughs) cops Pepsi. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, racism solved. Uh, But it was the year of um, the Me Too movement started, the Women's March, like, so many things that feel like they were 10 years ago, but this is 2017. Right. And... The top songs that week were Shape of You by Ed Sheeran. <sighs> Banger. Oh, sorry to say. Um, okay, <laughs> next, another song that terrorizes Closer by the Chainsmokers. Um, also, Chain to the Rhythm by Katy Perry. And finally, That's What I Like by Bruno Mars. Can you sing that for me? I don't even... I don't... I, that's not ringing a bell at all. And I feel like I know all Bruno, all Bruno Mars, Mars songs. songs sound the same. This is a point that I need to make, which is that no matter what time period, no matter what decade we review a show in the top five of that time, they'll either be Bruno Mars, Katy Perry or Maroon 5 or all three. Yeah, this was their heyday. I feel like Bruno Mars is still pumping out hits. I, I've never really known what he's up to, know. but he's just he's always around yeah he's around like he's alive he's a working artist but he's not where you, he once was perched at number one for months I at don't a time know. i think he's putting out muzak like he's just pumping out the hits and um but let's get on to the show say yes to the dress so to give a little background about the show you can't just waltz into kleinfelds and be on the show you need to submit an application where they ask you all kinds of questions about who you are and what kind of wedding and i I will just i have to say that they really do look for people that are actually getting married and not just trying to be on tv they really vet people so if you've been on a reality show before they tend to screen you out you have to show proof that you have an upcoming wedding like they're actually getting brides um but of the application questions this one i found kind of funny (laughs) tell us something about yourself we wouldn't know by looking at you ever run a marathon have a secret tattoo have a black belt and karate help build a village in africa there is no right or wrong answer just tell us something about yourself that may surprise us build a village in africa (laughs) Oh my gosh. I w- couldn't even answer that question. There's nothing like fun or interesting no, about it. No, but I just me. love the concept <laughs> of people. building a village like from scratch. Like they're built a village in Africa? I bet they get a lot of girls who say they did. <laughs> but even those girls that are going and doing those white savior, like, you know, they pick up a shovel and take some photos. The village is there. I think they're just, quote unquote, improving it, like or building a well or some shit. But like building a whole village, I'm like, wow. Okay, that. <laughs> That's like you put in your resume. I built a whole village from the ground up. Creative, like village life, social networks, yeah. everything. Like I've nothing was this. ever there before. I laid down the electrical, like everything, <laughs> uh, the roads. Yeah. So, yeah. No, I mean, I don't think anyone likes the fun fact about me section of like you know a workshop or anything. It's what do you say? Anyhow. This is why we're not qualified for the show, because these people have interesting things about them, which we will Mm -hmm. cover. But TLC doesn't cover the cost of the gown, travel, or accommodations. So you got to front that. Like, you know, they're they're making it authentic. Yeah, it's a reality show. It's just the goings-on of the Kleinfeld customer. Yeah, I just like to break down, you know, how, just how real is it. Uh, And 
they talk about these rigorous filming days. Apparently you have to film for up to eight to 10 hours, but that seems pretty standard between your interviews, your fittings. If you're going to do even a small appearance on a show, if you're going to be a feature, yeah, you're going to have to put in your time. Um, Mm -hmm. So Kleinfeld's average dress price is $4,500. And this is compared to the nationwide average of $1,300. Um, and final fun fact, they keep Panina Tournay locked in their basement. (laughs) (laughs) I want to just like talk about the Panina Tournay of it all before we get into the show, because I'm obsessed and I want to hear from you, Sam, how you would describe her style of wedding dress. Oh gosh. Um, showgirl mermaid Barbie. Yeah. Showgirl's a good way to describe it. Yeah, it's like, are we going to shit talk Panina? Because yeah. I don't like yeah, her gowns. No, they're okay. Sorry, you guys. They're tacky. They're tacky people. I'm so, so I sorry. I have looked up Panina Tournay's recent designs and she's improved a lot. And so, okay. if you have a Panina Tournay gown, she's put out millions of gowns, it seems, over her career. So, I'm sure you picked a great one if this is you. This does not apply to you listeners. But her gowns are hideous. And that's why it's so funny that every episode they're like, oh my God, you know, it'd be perfect. Panina Tournay. <laughs> I know. They're like, should we? Dare we bust out the Panina? People are like, ah, my God, no, I can't. No, I couldn't. Oh, okay, I'll splurge. But you know what? She came up during the kind of McBling aesthetic era, which was very much about rhinestones and tool poofs and floral beading. Like it it was of the time. Very true. That big princess moment at your wedding. Yeah. Yeah. Like my sweet 16, kind of my big fat gypsy wedding. (laughs) Like that was very much the vibe. And, um, we do see a Panina Bride in this episode. We see a Panina Bride in every episode. I'm surprised we didn't see Panina yes. in this because she does appear in a lot of the episodes. I, I watched a few minutes of the next episode and she's the star of it. It's like about her fall runway show and how a girl with no job like attends it and then goes to the store. And she's like an absolute terror backstage, Panina. Oh. She's just like, oh my God, you girls look disgusting. <laughs> Get over here. I need to trim your bow. <laughs> she's like i'm so stressed i'm gonna fucking die and then like she has to be like held up by her friends (laughs) the fame has gone to her head she's a monster (laughs) well i mean yeah she is the backbone of this show her and randy but Mm -hmm. yeah let's get into this episode so this episode is featuring another reality star uh i was gonna say of the time of many different times amorosa is getting married and trying to say yes to the dress so this was when she was working for the trump administration yes she's in trump's cabinet at the time that this is filmed and that's what the sales associate said she's like oh my god oh all right (laughs) like she like didn't want to like serve i'm sure they have such strict rules about what they can say about politics or rather what they can't say so But they were screaming it with their eyes. The disgust like rolled through her body and it was like she was like taken aback. She's like, okay, well, I'm a professional. So here we go. Yeah. yeah. And they said as much as they could without saying it. So the first couple of minutes were all political references. So they go, she's on the Trump team. And the other one goes, oh, boy. (laughs) 
And then uh, Amorosa says, brings her friend, this is Aisha. We work in the White House together. (laughs) She's talking about what she wants. She says, I want to walk in and let them know the first lady has arrived. Yeah, because she's marrying a pastor. So she'll be the first lady of a church. Yeah, but I think it's also like, I mean, I know, but I'm just shocked at this other turn of hers. Like, I guess I'm like, not that shocked, but like, damn, she's like someone's like religious, like... Leader. Republican and religious leader go hand in hand, I would say. Right. Yeah. I mean, she's really overcome her like horrible reputation from The Apprentice. Like, because there was a time when she was known as such a bitch, like she would never be the first lady of a church. Yeah. But she's done some nice image rehab. Well, the Republican Party loves a villain. Right. <laughs> they A villain to us, a god to them. Who knows? They love an underdog. <laughs> no but it is impressive it is impressive but it just goes to show you really just need to be memorable on a reality show to get started because at this point there's so much reality tv that comes out and so many people that circulate i'm talking across all networks that you just need to stand out and if that's being the Mm -hmm. villain that's fine but it's artful to be a villain if you're just Mm -hmm, trying to be mm -hmm. a villain you're just annoying everyone's just gonna want you off their screen so amorosa is very talented i saw throughout this episode she knows how to give good tv absolutely she always did yeah so they ask her what type of dress do you want and so she picks it out and she says i want to try on this one first randy doesn't want she's like this is my wedding and (laughs) there is a little tension (laughs) i'm like man i think you would be good in these situations at reassuring people i would be sweating bullets i would not be able to handle this type of stress like you feel like randy was under stress in this moment well no i randy's a (laughs) Randy's a professional. He's a seasoned. <laughs> I know, but I'm just wondering who are you saying is stressed? The bride? Or I would the... be stressed working with brides who have any element of bridezilla. Like, this is my day. It has to be perfect. Oh, okay. I would just be worried about fucking it up and not doing what they want. I don't know. It's just high pressure situations yeah. that I'm not strong enough for. Um, but she tries on the first gown and her and her entourage love it. But then now Randy is panicking because, like, we can't just go with the first dress. That's not what we're here to do on Say Yes to the Dress. So he makes her try on a second one, and it's underwhelming to all of them. But then Amorosa gets silly, and she wants to prank them with the provocative dress. And (laughs) Randy says provocative? To me, that says Panina. (laughs) This was the funniest like slight shade yeah i don't even know who's shade because this provocative yes true i mean a lot of people love a provocative (laughs) dress but the funniest thing about this like quote prank it was so funny to me in an unintentionally comedic way because she's like i'm gonna prank them and she comes out in a dress that looks not so different from your average wedding dress it looks like the one she tried on just like one millimeter lower cut and yeah but barely so it really fell flat for me i was like at least put her in like the hoochiest dress you have that would be funny (laughs) to see them try to be like "Uh, well it's a bit much yeah (laughs) it's like i know i've seen way more provocative i mean i think the next woman who comes on has a more provocative dress oh well yeah um and i love that woman valerie like she is my dream my goal my everything yeah but while we're still on Omarosa, I didn't know that she was engaged to Michael Clark Duncan before he died. Like, currently, like, she had to, like, arrange his funeral. I had no yeah, idea. it's really sad. 
It is sad, but I had no idea they were connected. I, I just like didn't even know he had a partner. Ooh, but yeah, so that was a quite shocking reveal. But anyway, she's having a cherry blossom themed wedding because she's like, this is my new start, my new beginning. And I met my new husband under the cherry blossoms in Washington, D.C. And, and I was like, that's so sweet. Like, I thought she came off like really, like, really oh, well yeah. on this episode. I, I didn't think she was like too bitchy ever. I thought she seemed like really grounded, really nice. Well, I think that when we first saw her, it was a combination of her playing the role that probably they needed to fill on that show plus the pressure the genuine pressure of having to be um a black woman in business and how much you have to fight of course 10 times as hard as anyone else yeah and to be fair i never even watched her on the apprentice i just know about her reputation in the media at the time was like mega bitch i like i'd never heard her talk ever before Um, this. i did watch her i think she just got that 2008 treatment where it's like Oh, you're complaining on set about unfair work conditions? What a diva. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So they play this prank, but, you know, I think I just loved it because, you know, I don't like pranks, but this prank was so, (laughs) such a fail. She comes out and they're like, yeah, we like it. And she's like, guys, we're kidding. It's a joke. (laughs) And she goes, this is the best joke I've ever played on my bridesmaids. And I was like, I just found it endearing. So she got him. She did get him. Also, she got to say the glorious words. There is no budget. Yeah. The sky is the limit. Like, she's like, I won't even say a number. Anything for my perfect dress. I was like, wow. wow. God, that's the dream. Just gathering. Yeah gathering fine items i wish that i don't care how this makes me sound i would literally just shop for the rest of my life as my job just acquiring items for myself i I'll know say you it. would <laughs> i i think anyone who's listened to this pod for more than one episode knows you know that's how you roll and low-key that's how i roll it's not how i think of myself but i also have a shopping issue and, and the worst part is that I don't even know what i buy i just buy random tchotchkes that i don't need or care about yeah. You have a better curation. Oh, God. Sometimes the stuff I order on Amazon, when I get it, I'm like, was I on meth? <laughs> like, when I ordered this, what the fuck was I thinking? <laughs> oh, my Vegas shopping trip was... <sighs> anyway. <laughs> okay. So, Amorosa says yes to the first dress. It's a pink cherry blossom themed dress. and No, it's not. It is a warm, dusty pink trimmed in lace gold lace brocade ball gown she did not get the cherry blossom dress okay, i don't know what any of that really means but it's <laughs> okay fair. It brocade? it has like a lace embroidery pattern on the bustier part of it like that gold trim that like provides all the detail for the dress that she's like wow it's got a lot of detail you know anyway okay, well <laughs> i didn't love the dress on her like i didn't think the color was like so her but I guess I don't know her, so. Um, Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I was, I guess for me, I don't really like any over-the-top wedding dresses on anyone. That's just not my vibe. So within that theme, I liked it, but. Yeah, well, all brides are beautiful. And like, she's especially beautiful because she actually is like model beautiful. But um, yeah, I, I love to judge also. And I was just like, I really don't like an illusion of nude mesh. 
a lot of bridal gowns have them to sort of keep their shape and hold them up in different Mm -hmm. parts. And I just find it really weird. Actually, yeah, I'm not as big on the nude illusion either. But still, I think we can all admit that on Say Yes to the Dress, we've seen much worse than this. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Let's move on to Valerie, our second of three brides. So she says, I'm not your average soccer mom. I'm a jet setter. We like to have fun and be free. don't we all Valerie I love that I like to be free oh my gosh she's just like one thing about me and my husband is we love to go to Ibiza we love to go to Paris and have dinner under the Eiffel Tower like we love to like take vacations and just really treat ourselves yeah we like to (laughs) yeah (laughs) we met in Ibiza we go back whenever (laughs) we like to party yeah and okay, I had to rewind this because uh, her friend is saying, I called them the real housewives of Il Bizarre. Il Bizarre is a small nondescript suburb off of Montreal. It's like, I know I heard them. I was like, when I heard the person be like, oh, so are you getting married in Canada? I was like, what? What, what? <laughs> like, what the no. fuck? She's like your neighbor. No, but, but like, seriously, because there's parts of Montreal that are very opulent that have insane multi multi like houses with like elevators and all these crazy ornate things like mansions it bizarre is not that it's just yeah there's you know baseball fields it's like a very normal suburb so it's like a suburb yeah anyone could be the glam person of it bizarre basically it's not it's an achievable dream yeah and her gay bestie calls them gorgeous ladies of leisure (laughs) i loved that i was like yes that's how i'm trying to be i claim this yeah they call themselves (laughs) the big src san rafael cartel they like to party these guys oh yeah yeah. (laughs) that would be a fun wedding uh if the wedding is a yacht party in ibiza did i get that right yeah you did get that right well they're renting out the largest villa 
um, in Ibiza for the main wedding, and then they're having a yacht party the next day. Damn, this is going to be like a 10-day bender. Oh, uh, yeah, at least four or five for sure. Oh my gosh, I would love to be invited. <laughs> maybe like swing by her neighborhood and just like start buying your milk there and maybe you'll run into her. Yeah, I think there's a lot of fun valeries in Quebec. I love it's that. a Quebecois archetype. Uh, yeah, the budget for the dress, she says, it's $15,000, but I'm open-minded. <laughs> yeah, she's like, twist my arm. Like, I'll go higher. That would be you. If you, had, if you had access, you'd be like, well, this is the budget, but I like to keep an open mind, you know? Yeah. It's like when you're at an absurd number, like 15,000, it's like, what's another five? Like, it's, I mean, come on. If you can afford a $15,000 dress to wear once. Yeah. Who, it's who an cares? arbitrary number, basically. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it is yeah. to me. Her gay BFF is flirting with Randy. Randy's getting a little flustered. These They're bringing the fun every moment. <laughs> of course, Randy is the heart of the show. Of course. I love, he. I eat him up every time he's on that screen. <laughs> no, he's incredible. That's when, yeah, that's when I really realized that I need to watch more TV like this. It's just nice. It's calming. It's happy. But... I really enjoyed seeing his, basically it's like a scientific formula. (laughs) He Mm -hmm. gets them to try on dresses in a very specific order. And then right at the perfect moment, he's like, get the veil. Let's get her the veil. (laughs) And it's like, that's when he's like, we're closing. We're closing this deal. Get the veil now. Yes, exactly. (laughs) Yeah, it's like, you've got him on the date. Now you just have to fuck him (laughs) or Yeah, no, but every time he puts that veil on, he gets tears every time. I know, and they're genuine. And this was not the first mention of Panina, but it was a let's get the Panina veil. It was like, <laughs> right, we're really pulling out all the stops. Uh, I feel like it's like watching, I don't know, like how you're supposed to like sell cars or something. You got to warm them up. You can't just go right into the sale. Yeah, make them trust you. Yeah, I mean, he was so excited. He was just like, I love appointments like this where I can just pull the most like glamorous regal gowns and not have to worry about budget. It's like, oh, you know it, Randy. And we as the viewers get so sucked into this. Anyone under a $5,000 budget, I'm like, boo, get them off my screen. You pavo. I know. It's like, God, I hope they can like scrape something together from the scraps on the floor of like their alterations department make this poor person something to wear to clothe themselves in it's funny because we were talking on the patreon the other week about how the perfect wedding scenarios that you just you get handed down this heirloom this dress from your grandmother and it just fits perfectly but they were like so skinny back then and then someone in the comments on patreon was like that it literally happened to me i got that my grandmother had this beautiful wedding dress she gave me and it's like made for my thumb (laughs) yeah i don't know we're not they don't build them like they used to so yeah you got to go to kleinfeld's it's the only way or (laughs) or elope like sammy you know okay side note i thought up until very recently that eloping meant you like run away and don't tell anyone yeah i think that's what it was or just like a wedding where no one's there kind of thing um maybe yeah because you could do it in town at the courthouse or you could do it out of town i don't really know but yeah i'm kind of doing slight secret open i'm the only i'm (laughs) the only one who didn't pressure you into doing something different i'm just calling you out on a public platform so (laughs) you know (laughs) 
we're all um we're all supportive you know we're all supportive in our own way so that's valerie she gets the veil and boom i'm gonna post photos of these these dresses yeah with valerie's panina i just felt like it was like more of a showcase for her implants than like a bridal gown in my mind like and i know this is like i'm being such a prude but it really comes out when i watch the show because i don't like sexy bridal dresses like it can be like a little bit sexy but when they're showing like navel and like close to nipple like it's just really not for me we're here to express our truth that's your truth. yeah just to be a little catty <laughs> i just thought this girl looked like way too trashy for a well, wedding. The- but beautiful like a gorgeous stripper and that's i think the vibe of the wedding like right you know you wouldn't wear like a long sleeve gown to your party right wedding. right it's like a party yacht in ibiza Everyone's right like <laughs> to get my shit together everyone be like coked up like just <laughs> right you're so right like the setting makes such a huge difference and i was sort of um in denial about that because i was like I'm just going to get the dress I want, regardless of the setting. But it actually does matter the most. Of yeah, anything. and I've been really reminded of what Ibiza is like. I've never been, but Alex Earl, you know that influencer? She's mm-hmm. in Ibiza right now. And I've been watching all her updates. It's so funny. She was like, this is the bathroom in Ibiza. And it's like a full mini club within the bathroom. Wow. <laughs> There's like a DJ Amazing. inside the bathroom. I know. Well, I know James Kennedy is like, I went to Ibiza and everything changed for me. My whole life changed in that moment. I was like, wow, I gotta go. Sometimes you do drugs on the beach and it really does feel like a life-changing moment. Yeah. Yeah. Him and Paris Hilton both having DJ-related salvation in Ibiza. (laughs) Um, So next we move on to Magali. And Magali is getting married in Mexico underwater. Plot twist. It felt very America's Next <laughs> Top Model. <laughs> yes, Put on a yes. big dress. Now it's going to be all underwater. Uh, <laughs> and I was like, okay. But then I realized that she's making some of the guests go underwater too. Not making. <laughs> like she's not telling them to walk the plank. There's a glass bottomed boat that some guests watch no, the from. Mom, the mom and then- had a I know. Well, the mom's like, I'm so scared, but I'm learning scuba diving so that I can be down there and watch my baby get married. I was like, oh my God, like that is so cute. And she was like, I was really shocked how many of my guests like fucking learned scuba diving for this. (laughs) Yeah, I would be on the boat for sure. I'd be like, yeah, me too. I'm like, like just, I'm not doing extra work to see you underwater for one second, kiss. Like, because also, how do you talk underwater? No, they had like signs. Oh, the cameras like went and filmed them at the wedding at the end. So I'm okay. like, referring to that. But So nothing spontaneous. They just have to have their cue cards ready. They had cue cards and then they took off their little mouthpiece to kiss. That's cute. And exchanged rings under there. Cute. It looked stupid because of all the like scuba equipment. But like I think that being in that moment would be like so special and beautiful. Well, it's like people that have that type of niche hobby, they like live for it, you know? I feel like totally i don't think anyone does scuba diving casually i think it's like i live to scuba always waiting for the next scuba spot you know yeah like i want to learn like as a life goal and go a couple times but i don't think i'll live for scuba i had the perfect scuba diving experience because i did this thing where you don't have to do a course for a week basically it's like a <laughs> it was like a 
10 feet down shallow, quote unquote, shallow dive. But they do like maybe a two hour safety thing and then they're operating everything on you. So you always have to adjust the level. I don't know because I didn't do the course, but they're (laughs) doing it for you the whole time. And and I still actually, as much as I'm an anxious person, I don't get panic attacks. But that was the one time that I did because it's like a tight, tight thing around your waist. And I was in a wetsuit and it was 40 degrees outside and like 40 degrees Celsius. And and I was just like walking down the, in my flippers and the, the tank is heavy. And then I was like, no, no, because I, I am scared of deep water. So you didn't go um, in? No, I well. She was like, it's okay. Like, let's do it. And they had you go through a test run of just going two feet underwater and doing rock, paper, scissors. And I had so much adrenaline. It was like this adorable little British woman. And she was just trying her best. And I, I've also never done this before. It was completely almost involuntary, but she won in rock, paper, scissors, like just to get you distracted. And I gave her the <laughs> finger, like the double middle finger. And she looked like actually upset. And I was like, I'm, we came up. I'm like, I'm so sorry. The devil took you in that moment. I was flailing. I was like, yeah, yeah. She's like, let's, let's play rock, paper, scissors. You just like punch her in the face. <laughs> it was kind of like that. Like she won. And then oh. she did a little like wave, like, Wee-hoo, I won. And then I was just like, Fuck you, you flipped her the bird. <laughs> you showed her. Yeah, I'm like, man, I just like didn't even. I don't know what came over me. Uh, it was really cool, but yeah, I'm not. It made me realize that I don't care to learn. God, well, that sounds about as bad as it could get. But um, our bride has a panic attack in this episode too. Yeah, that's why. That's why I brought that up for me. I related. Um, But okay, going back in time, she enters Kleinfeld's. Luckily. (laughs) <laughs> She's a sample size because she asks for a gown in two weeks and her budget, $2,000. I know. But I kind of feel like everyone on this show is either sample size or they're plus size and that's the entire plot. Yeah. Even if they don't say it as much anymore. Like in the first episodes, they were like, will we find a dress for this fat bride? <laughs> like, but now they're like... <laughs> They're like, brace yourselves, we got a plus size <laughs> yeah. woman walking through the door today. <laughs> yeah, and they like have to pin onto them like a sample size, like you know, way, way big. Like they only have like a size two or like a size thirty. And, you know, just have to get pinned into one of those. Yeah, but she is a sample size. Her wedding is two weeks away and she's got a two thousand dollar budget. And there's a lot of logistics involved because it can't be strapless because it can't fall off her in the water and it can't be too heavy so she doesn't get stuck at the bottom and drown. Or like if it had a lot of layers, like a skirt could come up around you and like you get stuck in it, get stuck in the netting. Like <laughs> I'm so stressed even just thinking about this. Yeah. Or it could yeah. get caught on something, a little <laughs> rock. Stuck on a piece of coral and oh my God. Yeah. She's brave and bold. Um, she lives to scuba but she tries on a light dress with pearls which is perfect because it's like the ocean and it's small dress so yeah, drown yeah. Her. mom doesn't like it at first but the mom's giving side eye the whole time she says this looks like my grandmother's wedding dress yeah and like i get it i wasn't like obsessed with it i thought it looked a little cheap like and i don't like when it's kind of a mushroomy color um but yeah. the mom reminded me of my mother-in-law who is also mexican and she does the best at like the library is always open but it's somehow in this like fun endearing mm-hmm. loving way but she'll just say things and then be like yeah but like it's not even a big deal and she- yeah 
yeah, she had such light energy. She was just like, I, it's not my favorite, but if my daughter loves it, like, of course I love it. I support her. Like she looks gorgeous. She just got right on board. The mom is down to clown. The mom's learning scuba diving. Yeah. The mom just <laughs> loves her little girl. When they flash forward to her strapped into the boat looking scared, I was like, man, this is dedication. Yeah. Like the biggest selling point for that dress they kept saying was that it will dry quickly and easily. And it sure did. Like, because it was all just mesh or like light lace. And mm-hmm. so as soon as she was out, it dried and she partied in that all night. <laughs> Her entire soaking wet <laughs> outfit from the scuba. <laughs> Some people have a different dress for the reception and then, you know, for the ceremony. But she was like, fuck it. We ride. Yeah. And she was like, it worked out great. Like, she really knew what was best. And they let her fully into the sample room to look through them herself, which is always like, that would be my, like, goal. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. There were so many small moments in this episode that just brought back so many good memories for me and when they're when they're filing through the plastic dresses there's a specific sound that it makes it it made me happy i know (laughs) it feels like luxury it feels like wealth it's like just like combing through the ball gowns like being like oh i just would love it i just the mental inventory they must have that's another thing that you'd be good at right yeah remembering all the dresses that have come in and then like calling them to mind yeah, God, it would be you so feel like fun. four years ago we had uh we had a mermaid gown that has just the details that you're talking about. Just yeah, like right let, let's try to find it vintage. Like that would be amazing. Like a wedding dress expert. Um and if anyone actually is looking to get a bridal dress, I found mine on this like used website called Still White, and they have seventy two thousand dresses on there. I was like, damn. Stillwhite.com. Yeah. That's such a great business model because yes that's a problem that most brides have who bought their dress what do you do with it you hold on to it and keep it in your closet forever yeah I I wouldn't like want to like try it on even again I'm like I'm good like it worked for that one day and like I've got the pics and like I have no use for this yeah well I mean yeah I I understand obviously people are going to hold on to it for sentimental value some people but yeah for the majority of people I think it's just a one and done and it's such a like um if you have one of the dresses that are like super popular right now and in demand you could buy a ten thousand dollar dress wear it once sell it for like seven thousand and that next person is i feel like getting kind of scammed but like it's still everybody wins yeah i would be unqualified for all of this if i'm partying in a dress it's gonna be covered in mud and like <laughs> covered in mud what are you gonna be doing rooting around like a little pig rolling around the dirt i don't know i don't know <laughs> i like the bottom I, gets I would... muddy on like most dresses and yeah maybe a little food dribble here and there <laughs> you just i I posted like a story, Instagram story, in a white linen shirt, and a mutual friend of ours like messaged me, and she's like, "Really, Emily, white linen? Like for me?" <laughs> and I'm like, "I know, I know," and I have stained it. <laughs> well, you just have to get it dry cleaned, and then you can still sell it. But <laughs> well, I'm not, I'm not having any wedding. Like, I'm going one step below you. I mean, I'm not engaged or anything, but like, if one day I tie in the knot, like, I'm not even. I mean, I guess I would elope or courthouse or whatever but no i don't even think i'm gonna do like a dress or anything even it's if just... you had unlimited budget 
Um, if I had an unlimited budget, I would spend it on my actual dream, which is just a bachelorette party. Right. <laughs> I know. I kind of share the same dream. Yeah. Just a bachelorette party and a honeymoon. Because then in between, what would stress me out is just even the most simple wedding. I don't know. All the ones that I've seen, it's like people are texting you all day and it's just a lot of logistics. It's a lot of things that really get me ruffled. And then there's always... If you invite family, there's always a wild card, someone who creates way more drama than they should. Hmm. Yeah, I really would want to eliminate any wild cards from the guest list. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. So the unlimited budget would be like, hey, gals, like I'm renting a place on Lake Cuomo. Lake Como? What is it? You always uh, want to drop a governor Cuomo. <laughs> I, I, yeah, that's it. Yeah. I'm renting a villa for three weeks. Just come and go as you please. You know, it'd be that kind of thing. Nice. Yeah. That's, that is my dream. That and attending other people's weddings, which I haven't been able to realize because no one in my life has gotten married um, except for you. But as we previously discussed, that is going to be, you know, that's going to be your own thing. But no, I, I, I think that... Yeah, unless you are someone who is flush with money, it's just going to be something that you'll have to bootstrap yourself. And if you're willing to take that on, then God bless. But yeah, I don't have the constitution. Mm -hmm. Okay, well, bummer. I mean, your wedding would be so fun, theoretically, one day. Maybe our generation will all kind of throw wedding parties when we're like in our 40s, because that's when we can yeah, afford I mean, it. <laughs> I mean, it's also kind of because like all my family's dead, so... <laughs> I just like is that part's like a little you know best kill yeah I, you know but my villa on Lake Como would be very fun with all my friends. You sure what? Oh no! <laughs> look, look, it's fine. It's okay. It's done. It's who cares? Yeah. Um. Oh, Sammy! No, no, no. Okay, let's bring it back up quickly with a where are they now? I don't know where the other two gals have sauntered off to uh but Amarosa has defected since this moment where we capture her in the trump administration she well she got fired i think mm -hmm. allegedly and now she's spilling secrets left and right she said lately up until a month ago she was talking about how um trump has a vault an infamous vault filled with secrets secret tapes and pictures and that they just need to find it. Ooh. Yeah. And the Trump campaign had to pay her $1.3 million in legal fees. Hmm. Yeah. She pulled a money by Monday on them. She sued them successfully, it sounds like. Yep. Yep. She sued them successfully. Yeah. It was like something about like non-disclosures and violating whatever. The point is she got money out of trump and ran away with it and i think looks like ran off into the sunset and lived happily ever after good for her yeah she's a powerhouse when i was doing some digging i found out that she also worked for former vice president al gore wow well any closing remarks any thoughts sammy i mean You've been giving all the engagement and wedding tea on the Patreon. That's where it's going to, that's where the updates are going to live. Um, <laughs> the tea. <laughs> look, the patrons have been very excited about your engagement. They're very supportive. Well, 
yeah, I mean, thanks, thanks for all the support. And um, we love all the brides out there, or brides to be former brides. Yeah. If enough of you sign up, Sammy can have a real wedding that I can attend. So maybe think about that. $5 a month. <laughs> oh my gosh. Well, until next time. Bye guys. Bye. I love you. This podcast is produced by me, Emily Rose, hosted by the Sonar Network and edited by Solomon Krauss Imla. Don't forget to subscribe to the podcast and leave me a five-star review. See you next week. Au revoir, mes amours. This podcast has been brought to you by the Sonar Network. Sonar! How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you.